Welcome to Deep Drinks Podcast, where the drinks are deep and the conversations are deeper. Welcome everyone to Deep Drinks Podcast. Thank you everyone for showing up. This is this is going to be a fun one. Uh, so normally on Deep Drinks, we don't uh, tend to, we, we normally have um, unpartisan, unbiased conversations. At least I try to be unbiased and try and just, you know, try and see the other side's perspective. Um, but that's not what we're doing today. Uh, today we're just roasting Kent Hoven and Matt Powell um, because they deserve it. Um, and also talking a little bit about uh, a little bit about some internet drama um, and some atheist activism. But before we jump into it and before I introduce the guest, um, as always, if you like listening to these podcasts, you can check out um, Deep Drinks on all podcasting platforms and uh, listen to them on the way to work. Um, it's uh, it's actually been quite interesting. I've actually been listening to my own podcast because you know people have been like, oh, the episode you did with Dr. Josh was really good. And I'm like, oh, really? And then I go back and listen to it. I'm like, this is, I forgot everything he said. This is really interesting. So uh, if that's something you want to do, check that out um, on all podcasting apps. Um, the other thing is Deep Drinks Podcast is growing really well, and we have a few really interesting upcoming live streams. So um, next week we have uh, Holy Humanist uh, talking about leaving Islam and human rights, especially women's rights. So um, that's going to be a really interesting and awesome interview. I'm getting very excited about that one. We're drinking red and white wine, which will be good. Um, and then we also have the, the big boy um, return of Michael Jones. We'll be talking about the problem of evil. Uh, and we have another guest, secret guest, in between these two. Um, so they, they're going to be good episodes. Um, and for those who don't know, um, you're, uh, as we uh, grow in subscribers, when I get to 1,000 subscribers, we can start doing um, things like uh, uh, super chats. Um, people can ask questions, and which means that, and I can also monetize the channel. And what that means is, um well i can start uh doing this more um as a like a uh, like a full-time basis or i can start working towards becoming doing this full-time or at least um making some revenue off this but we're going to start with a charity stream uh, and the charity stream um will be a six hour charity stream where we will be i'm um, doing some fun stuff and you can see last week look at the little thing down the bottom that's so many subscribers we have Bam! We just upgrade up some subscribers, and I think it's even gone up just this morning um, from you guys subscribing. So um, that's really, really, uh, really, really um, uh, thankful that um, you guys are turning out and subscribing. Um, but I wanted to give you guys a taste of something we might be doing if I can get past the line um, on in the six-hour charity stream. So uh, I'm not sure if anyone knows this, but Kenneth Copeland used to make cowboy movies. Uh, and they are the best. I grew up on them. Um, there's one that goes like 45 minutes, and we, I think as a group, we, we need to watch it together. So I've got a little clip uh, of what you can maybe expect. Here we go. Let's use this country to our advantage. We can ride a good ways in these streams, and we might come across a buffalo trail. Why'd we want to do that? Well, Elmer, if those outlaws decide to follow us, It'll make it awful hard for him to pick up a trail. So, I mean, look at that. It's just, it's just the perfect level of cringe. It's just so good. Um, you can't get better than that. But without further ado, I want to welcome um, our guest uh, for today's uh, episode. 
So his name is Atheist Junior, AJ, who's an atheist activist uh, who regularly commentates on creationist Kent Hoven and hate preacher Matt Powell. Uh, he has a YouTube channel with over 6,000 subscribers and is quickly becoming the go-to source for arguments between atheism and theism. So welcome, AJ. Hey, that was a very, uh, very generous description. So thank you. Thank you for mentioning my sub count. <laughs> oh well yeah you're, you're growing really you're growing really fast and it's it's not like you're not just over six thousand you're like six and a half is it it's like 6300 you know not that i oh. keep track <laughs> do you what do you go on the app like every day and you're like well more subscribers i do <laughs> i i mean um yeah when you start doing youtube it is hard considering how many how the detailed analytics that youtube gives you it's hard not to check it um yeah yeah, I do check it a couple times a day, but you know, I try I try not to obsess over it too much. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's one of those things. It's like it's, it becomes like a game because there are so many things um that YouTube gives you the analytics, like where people stop watching, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We could do a whole other stream on content creation, but we're on deep drinks, so we're drinking today, and we're drinking something delicious. Uh, we're drinking. What are we drinking, AJ? You chose the drink as I'm always. I'm drinking um a giant frozen margarita. <laughs> because I am I am from San Antonio, which is South Texas, and we have a huge Hispanic um, Mexican culture here. So one of the popular drinks is margaritas, and like we have Taco Cabana here. So you go to Taco Cabana and you sit on the patio and you get drunk and you eat tacos, and that's just like our culture. And we get we eat tacos and get really fat and drink um tequila <laughs> that sounds like heaven on earth <laughs> eating tacos getting really fat and drinking tequila yeah well, well, I've, i um... made fajitas for dinner yesterday um <laughs> i you know, made burritos just... oh yeah, awesome that's... uh uh i'm a vegetarian so like i eat so many beans like so bean burritos man it's just uh anyway i'm i'm mixing mine so i got my bottle of tequila um mm. and uh i think you know i'll put one shot in for now but we got more shots to come and I got the old, got the old margarita mix, um, and I'll put mix it all together, and then we can get started. So, um, so you have been killing it on YouTube, um, making commentary on um, young earth creationism, especially Kent Hoven and Matt Powell. How did you get started? Well, um, I, well, I joined a. Um, uh, Kent Hoven, an anti-Kent Hoven Facebook group. I don't know if you're familiar with it. There's like one major one um, run by a fairly controversial individual um, who Kent Hoven does not like, a former IRS agent named Robert Beatty. Uh, and I started posting on that Facebook group because, you know, I discovered this genre on YouTube of people who made videos debunking Kent Hovind. So I, I discovered like his debates against like Aaron Raw, Bill Ludlow and King Crocoduck and all these classic debates, you know, and I instantly got hooked on watching those debates. But I also sort of started hate watching Kent Hovind and couldn't sort of couldn't stop because he was just so fascinating to me. And so people like Thunderfoot 
um, you know, he has a playlist called Why Do People Laugh at Creationists, I think. Oh, it's amazing. And, and with some really, really old videos from like 2005 or 2006 that he had done about Kent, they still hold up. You know, the quality is bad, but the arguments are still good. And, you know, Arn Ra, obviously. And there was like uh, this channel that is no longer on YouTube of like this, like the skeptic generation or like the skeptic team, something like it was like these two or three people. And they did a lot of videos debunking Kent uh, and Kent who said, oh, you know, uh, uh, feel free to, you know, copy my videos. None of them are copyrighted. Copyright struck a lot of these videos. That's why that channel is not on YouTube anymore, because CSC did copyright strikes against a lot of these videos. So I noticed that the genre of YouTube videos that I loved was kind of like dead, like people had moved on to other uh, theists like Ray Comfort or uh, Ken Ham or, you know, take your pick. Um, it's Dr. Just, Craig. And I just... I, just Oh, go ahead. Just to, inter just to interject there, like, I can see kind of why it's like beating a dead horse. You're like, when is this horse going to die? Like, this, this horse is dead. Like, when, when like, the, his points have been destroyed over and over and over and over and over. It's like, at what stage do you just go, like, he's a lost cause? Um, but then I think what you've done is you've made it funny. And you made it, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not <laughs> no longer about, like, trying to convince him or his audiences necessarily. It's more just like... Let's watch this train wreck in slow motion. Um. Yeah. So um, I I had seen like these videos and I my philosophy with my YouTube channel has been that I try to make videos that I wish other people would make or I try to make videos that I would want to watch. Like if I was stuck on a desert island with only my own YouTube channel, would I be able to like enjoy that? Um, and so I, I started making these videos just uh, for the Facebook group. I just found a couple clips uh, of Kent and just did voiceovers. They were just these crappy videos I made on my phone. And people on there liked them. And they said, like, hey, like, why don't you just try uploading this to YouTube? And then I did. And then the first video uploaded was like 100 or 200, 300 views. And I was like, people are actually watching this, you know. And then it just, it, it just went from there, basically um yeah right that's so cool <laughs> um i will i will say that um it is definitely true that ken hoven's arguments have not changed from like 2005 or or earlier um you know because uh, truth truth doesn't change truth doesn't change that's what ken says that truth doesn't change but that's not true because science does change science is always being updated. They're always discovering new things in science. They're updating their models. So that's just not true. Um, mm. But there's a lot of people who, like me, have a weird fixation of hate watching Kent's videos just to see what he'll say next, basically. Mm. And some people feel uncomfortable about that because it's like, well, you're giving him watch time for the algorithm, you're giving him a boost. Even if you dislike the videos, it's still boosting his channel. And people can't comment on the channel because he has this weird amount of filtered words. Like you can't say the word Jesus. You can't say the word like, uh, like sell or like the word like book. Like there's a million filtered words. And also like Matt Powell deletes any comments that are negative towards Kent. So 
what I've been able to do with my video is sort of provide a platform where people can not only see uh, the crazy stuff Kent is saying, but that algorithmic boost is going to, towards an atheist channel that they actually want to support. They can also leave comments in a space where I'm not going to delete them unless they're like anti-vax or shit or just spam. <laughs> um, <laughs> and also like, you know, people enjoy the commentary I make. So I, it's like transformative content to where, you know, you're not just having to sit through a, a Kent video, but you actually have me pausing the video and be like, no, Kent, that's bullshit. And then like doing some stupid Kent Hovind voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, it's uh it, it, it's it's truly funny um how like how dishonest they can get like what levels they can get to um i remember when i first found matt powell i was like wow like this guy is he must know he's deliberately misrepresenting the information um there must be something i'm trying to psychoanalyze him like what's going on like why why is he so fixated on this because he knows he must be misrepresenting the information so he like he, he can't he's not that dumb i don't think you can't be that dumb. Surely, like he wouldn't know how to turn on the phone um, if he could if he was that dumb. So it's like, it's like there must be something else going on. I really want to find out. I really I reckon when he's a bit older, we'll find out what that thing is. Like he might have, I don't know something might happen. Like so it might it might something might happen, and we'll work out. Oh, okay. So he was just compensating for this thing or that, that thing or whatever. Um, yeah. But um, just for people. So I have a relative who watches this who doesn't know. You know, she's she's older. She she's she's not like internet blood sportsy kind of people um and she would have no idea what we're talking about um but she likes the the podcast and um and so i just want to read out some statistics um just on creationism in general um so creationists are people who believe that necessarily don't subscribe to evolution the theory of evolution um uh, or, or big bang theory cosmology or anything like that uh, they believe that God, that usually they believe that humans were created just the way they are, you know, usually 6,000 years ago, sometimes, sometimes 6,000 years ago, depending on what religion. So a few facts in 2013, 9% um, of people in Australia don't believe in evolution. So that's, that's pretty good. Like Australia's doing okay. Yeah. But in America, in June of 2019, Gallup released their most recent poll um, of public um, attitudes on evolution and creationism. According to the survey, 40% of the sampled US population were creationists. So almost half the population were creationists. That is, when asked which of the following statements comes closest to your views on the origins of human development, 40% of respondents said God created human beings pretty much in their present form at one time or um, within the last 10,000 years or so. That is mind boggling to me. Um, like that is like i'm in the texas of australia pretty much which is like the the bumpkin state mm -hmm. i'm in the more liberal part of the bumpkin state but like yeah that and and so i have i i'm i run into more people probably than than like someone in melbourne or sydney but 40 percent of the population in america believes that doesn't doesn't accept like basic things like evolution or um big bang cosmology it's it's insane to me um uh, and not only that these organizations are fighting really hard to remove like science from basic students textbooks they don't want to um they don't want kids to learn about evolution in school in public schools and uh, in public schools um so although this is like um you know although this is like funny and everything 
um, there is there is actually some some truth, some some uh, a deeper kind of um, somber reason why this is important, um, and it's because this kind of thinking is actually rampant uh, in, in the world and rampant in America. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have you have you discovered? Um, uh, are you what part of? Do you mind telling us what what part of America you're in? Uh, I live in Texas. Yeah. So I live it. So I live in South Texas. I live in San Antonio. It's by the capital, which is Austin. Um, and I will say that when I was in high school, which I graduated 2007, um, I don't know if that makes people feel young or old, but I feel old. Um, I we didn't have evolution in my biology curriculum. I didn't learn about it. So like. Really, I um, didn't really understand anything about evolution uh, until I just I got on YouTube and found channels like Arn Raw and Jackson Wheat and Gutsy Gibbon, and you know, I Guts mean, I wouldn't. I still like. I still like accepted it. Oh yeah, I actually got to meet Erica in person last year, and just that She's was such awesome. A badass. I love her animation at the start of her videos too. Um, yeah, she has blown up. Her channel is like, I mean, if you think my channel is, she's like, she'll be at 100K in no time. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And she deserves it. Like, she puts in so much work into her content and it's really good. Um, but yeah, you were saying the school schooling system? Yeah. So, you know, when I was in high school, we had the chairman of education was this fucking diaper gremlin named Ron, uh, named Don McLeroy. And he like literally, uh, you know, said shit like evolution teaches that spiders came from rocks, shit like, like Ken Hovind shit. Like, and he was like a former dentist. I mean, he's done a debate with Aaron Ra, which is hilarious, but you know, they had a strong, activism campaign to get evolution out of our textbooks which they accomplished you know up, up until recently and also whitewashing the history books changing shit like the uh atlantic slave trade to the triangular trade or you know trying to take out any mention of hi historical figures who were not white christian you know wasp basically um it's just ridiculous, you know, and uh, so that that's part of the reason that inspired me to make my channel was because I was annoyed that I didn't learn about evolution sooner. Um, mm. And I would like to uh, try and be somebody who can communicate science to people because I'm I'm a layman. I don't have an, like a fancy degree like uh, Erica or Jackson Wheat, you know, um, Ivan. Right. I don't have four PhDs. I am just, uh, I'm just a guy on YouTube basically, but I, I like to think that I can, tr you know, um, explain what I do know in a way that is, uh, intuitive for people to understand, because I, I do think part of the reason that we have such a low acceptance of, of acceptance of evolution is because a lot of people don't understand evolution and I, I've, mm. I've mentioned this before, but, you know, this is why I don't like the 
the definition of evolution, if you if you ask certain people or like a scientist, what's the definition of evolution? It's like, okay, well, it's the um, it's a change in allele frequencies. And it's like, okay, what the fuck is an allele? Yeah. Like allele, <laughs> I, I barely even knew her, you know? Like, <laughs> 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 uh, you yeah. know, that isn't something like that is not an explanation because that just uh, gives me more questions. It's like, okay, well, what's mm -hmm. an allele? Uh, what, why is the, uh, why is a change in their frequency significant? What's the, um, what's the connection between that and evolution? And if we came from monkeys, why are there still monkeys? You know, mm -hmm. like, that's the thing. Like, you know, like I say that as a joke, but I think, you know, we need to be able to actually answer these type of questions because if you can engage with people on an intuitive level, that's when they can start to understand things. And, understand things about evolution that's actually one thing i i will say i respect about kent hoven is that he is an effective communicator that's part of the reason why so many people find him compelling is because he talks on mm -hmm. a really simple level it's just everything he says is bullshit yeah and <laughs> it's, an, it's 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 frustrating because because from a surface level it sounds really it makes a lot of sense like from a right. surface level yep. like you're like oh yeah yeah I remember seeing, and we're going to review this later, probably if we have time. But um, I remember seeing a one of my um, friends' mums posted a clip of Ken Hoven, um, like a little clip um, on Facebook. She's not—I don't think she's a creationist, but the way that he, well, she probably is, but not a young Earth creationist. Whatever. Sorry, I digress. But he—he he was like talking so well that it made it sound like, you know, well, God, God is the answer. Like he made a really good case for like god is the gaps essentially like um yeah. you know he's outside of time and blah, 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 like all that kind of um stuff mm. um and she shared it and i was like she and i thought to myself like she has no idea how dishonest how immoral how um how much of a con man this person is allegedly i don't want to get sued by mr hovind um <laughs> but um so before I, I really want to do a bit of a deep dive into the Kent Hovind memes. Um, and when I say memes, I mean like the definition uh, Richard Dawkins used in his book, like ideas, but the, I really want to deep dive into that, but to give people a taste. So when I was preparing for this interview, I was looking up like compilations. I was trying to look up compilations of um, Kent Hovind um, and his little buddy, Matt Powell. It's like Batman and Robin, right? Um, and I was trying to find compilations, uh, and I couldn't. I couldn't find really good snappy ones that just quickly and easily show the problem with this dude. So I made one, right? So I, I showed a bit of like his conspiratorial thinking. I showed um, some of the the really hateful things that Matt said. Now this clip that I'm about to show, um, content warning: if you get triggered by absolutely homophobic, disgusting comments, turn off for a few minutes, three minutes probably. It is um, absolutely filthy. It's disgusting. Um, but I think it, it, we need to shine a light on this kind of stuff. And and you actually posted one of these clips on Twitter because he wasn't, he didn't post it on YouTube because he yep. knew he'd get flagged, um, yeah. flagged for it. So, um, so this this just brings this clip will just bring um, just give give you some context for why I think it's appropriate to just roast the shit out of these two scumbags. Um, on part of my platform so let's watch this clip it goes for two minutes tonight whack an atheist we got a good one for you tonight evolution is a religion got some morons just as evil as these guys i'm going to name 
who want to have a new world order now. And they don't mind killing everybody in, in, in their way, whether jabbing them in the arm, kill them slowly, or whether to, uh, spray chemtrails in the sky. I think everything from the Bible is scientifically accurate and nothing has ever been proven wrong. I believe that all of these drag queens, right, should be lined up, every single one of them, by the power of the United States Constitution. Go to chemtrails911.com. The reality is this stuff they're spraying out is going to electrify the soil. Considering having your children vaccinated or getting vaccinated yourself for anything, flu vaccine included, I would really think twice about that. Satan is seeing to it that well-meaning parents are destroying their baby's immune system, putting over 22 viruses into their system before they are two. Richard Dawkins may believe in it, but it's a belief that he has. It's not science. And as far as homosexuality goes, you know, I, I believe the Bible puts a death penalty on it. Obviously not by me or by anybody, you know, in, in, in our regular society. Obviously, I believe it's the government's job to, to execute criminals. And, you know, I believe that the Bible says clearly that homosexuality is a, it's a criminal crime. It's a, it's a crime. It's one of the worst crimes ever. The whole purpose of that thing that happened in Las Vegas is to take away the gun. And if you think what happened in Oklahoma is what they're telling you on the news, you are absolutely duped, okay? One guy did not fire all those rounds. All the pictures they show of the blood, the blood is still red. That's movie blood they use for movies. When the evil people do some stuff like this and blame this guy, watch what happens to his assets. I'll bet they seize everything the guy's got. The thing is, the Bible does say there is a time to hate. Uh, so what a piece of shit. So everyone get the tre trending hashtag fuck Matt Powell um, going. Um, uh, Aaron Ra said a lifetime in his book, uh, The Foundational Falsehoods of Creationism, a lifetime ago, someone said that when fascism comes to America, it'll be wrapped in a flag and carrying a cross. That day has come. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know if it, if, if it was just me, but I, I think the video uh, skipped for a second when it got to Matt Powell talking about the drag queens thing. Um, but I, you know, I know what he said there. And I found a news article uh, that said because Matt Powell released his uh, video um, in June 20 of this year. And then one month later in July, there was a uh, drag queen library story hour in Canada where the where a guy was trying to assault the attendees and hit them with a flagpole. Uh, mm -hmm. He he um, he was driving a truck that had Canadian flags on the back and he was doing like donuts in the parking lot and driving around the library. And then when they, when people came out, he like got out of his truck and was like swinging the flagpole at people trying to hit them. And then the cops like arrested him. I'm not saying mm -hmm. there's a connection, but uh, when Matt Powell says, Oh, I think the government should, you know, uh, shoot Execute. these drag Queens. What he's saying is the implication is to all of his Christian nationalist viewers who are gun owners, they know that the government is never actually going to do this. So the implication is you guys need to take matters into your own hands. And, you know, I think that it is an incitement of violence. And uh, I take it seriously, you know, and I think that he should be banned from YouTube for that. I think he, you know, he clearly has violated uh, their hate speech guidelines. 
And, you know, he could even, you, you know, you could even say that he should be arrested for saying these things. Mm. I don't know. Mm. But, we had a, I had a whole conversation with, um, with uh, Star, uh, uh, Stardust um, uh, about this. Um, she's a left-leaning um, progressive liberal, um, but she has got conversations. She gets a lot of flack. She has conversations with like Richard Spencer and stuff on her channel. Um, and uh, and we had a whole conversation about platforming. I still don't know where I, I land with it, but she made a good point in that. Yeah, like probably, yeah, he's, he seems like he's breaking the terms of YouTube surface for sure. But her point was essentially that... Um, that uh, Oh, I don't know what a, a point we. I don't think she would. I don't think she'd be in favor of what Matt Powell's doing. Actually, to be honest, so I don't know where I was where I was going with that. But, um, but the the thing is too. Uh, what if he, if I'm not sure if the video cut out for everyone else, but the uh, he was he essentially said that um, that drag that drag queens who and he and and I cut out the section just to keep it short. Who in quote flaunt their bodies um, around children should be publicly executed. Um, by a firing squad uh and he thinks that the u.s government should do it now um i don't know if you can call that stochastic terrorism which is essentially where you aren't actually committing terrorist acts yourself but you're you're vilifying a group of people um over and over and over again in order that a, a, a reasonable outcome would be um uh violence to that group that so I don't know. The, the jury could still be out on whether that is actually a form of sarcastic terrorism um, or whether or not he was just a, a voicing a really horrible opinion. Um, anyway, um, I hope that gives everyone some context about why um, we're talking about this um, and why, why we're also making fun of it, because I think um, it's something that we should make, make fun of. Um, hashtag fuck Matt Powell and fuck Kent Hoban. Um, so... You've been whacked off by uh, Kent Hoven many times. I really want to be whacked off by by Kent Hoven. Uh, how do I get whacked off by Kent Hoven? Well, um, first of he all, loves whacking off atheists. So I just yeah. I mean, is your is your channel um, a video? Uh, does your channel have a lot of videos that are about atheism? Um, uh, yeah, and, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, first you have to get on Kent's radar. Um, mm -hmm. so I think you're getting there, you know, your channel is growing. Um, Kent, Kent seems to want to go after channels that have, uh, decent sub counts because, you know, part of it is that he is, he knows that the back and forth is going to increase his view count because Kent is very obsessed with his YouTube views. Not that I think that there's anything wrong with that, but it just annoys me when people are, are like that and they act like they're not. Like, it's okay yeah. to be concerned with your view count, but don't act like you don't care when you obviously do. That's just what irritates me. Yeah. Um, he's also very he's obsessed got like with my view count. He's 200,000 subscribers. He has 200,000 subscribers, and he, me and him get almost exactly the same view counts on our videos, uh, yeah. which doesn't well, really think... make sense. I wonder if, uh, do you think there's a greater percentage of people who subscribe to him for hate, like to hate watch him or people who actually like his content? Um, this is speculation, but. Yeah, I, I, I think it's mostly Christians who watch. I think it's mostly his supporters who watch. Um, mm. I think he just has a lot of subscribers that just are old subscribers who just don't tune in anymore. 
Although I do find it kind of odd because he recently hit 200,000. And then in the past couple weeks or month, he's gained like 4,000 subscribers. And I'm just kind of like wondering where from. Hmm. I mean, I'm not going to accuse him of buying subs because I can't prove that. But, you know, the, the sub ratio, the sub to view count ratio doesn't add up. I mean, like, I would say that basically all of my subscribers watch the content I put out because the the sub count I have really matches up with the views. Sometimes it's more more than the sub count I have, which means that new viewers are discovering it or people are watching the videos more than once and that is one thing i think uh, i have an advantage over kent is because i think that people can go and watch my videos more than once i don't think anybody's going to go watch kent hoven's bible study more than once except for weirdos like me <laughs> who, who watch like way too much kent hoven videos but at least i have sort of an excuse now because i kind of treat it as a job yeah um Some research so and so Kent Hoven, who is Kent Hoven? He's he he's like uh can you give us a little rundown? Who is this man that clears his throat that all the time that obviously needs lots of lozenges or something? Yeah. Um you know, it, <coughs> yes. it's like that's a hard question, you know. It's like asking, you know, like what is love, you know? Um, baby, don't hurt me, don't hurt me no more. Um what is Hovind? what like what am i like who like what like what is reality what is life but uh ken hoven is a man ken hoven is a small man not not physically but mm. um he's very small in terms of his he's got a napoleon complex so he's extremely defensive he's narcissistic he's um what's the word uh oh i did a poll on this on my channel the other day i can't even remember it uh he i'm drawing a blank um he's uh pretentious he thinks he's a lot smarter than he is um but if i had to give a biography of him he is a, a religious preacher he's a southern baptist um he's a younger creationist who thinks the earth is 6,000 years old in addition to the universe. He basically copied all of his beliefs off of other creationists like Walt Brown, Henry Morris, Dwayne Gish, Ken Ham, uh, you know, all the, all the classics, great comfort. Very few of his arguments are original. He basically is copying the other creationist homework, which is a, a creationist tradition, you know? I mean, he even basically stole his name from Walt Brown's organization because Walt Brown's uh, thing is just called creation science and can't just tack the word evangelism on the end, you know. Uh, but, you know, he's been he, he is a sovereign citizen. He's a tax protester. He is a uh, anti-feminist. He's anti-LGBT. He is uh, a boomer. He is uh, a conspiracy theorist. He thinks that the Oklahoma City bombing was done intentionally by the government in order to uh, bring down heat on the militia groups in the United States and to promote gun control. 
He thinks 9-11 was an inside job. He thinks that chemtrails Wait, does he are really? real. Yeah. He thinks the Illuminati is real. Right. He thinks that the movie Wizard of Oz was a coded message for chemtrails. And he thinks that Bill Clinton wants to start a new world order and reduce the world's population to one billion. Um, so Kent, he has a lot of fucked up beliefs, but he's basically Did just an old shitty person. Have you seen that um, that image of like um, the conspiracy theory pyramid? No, I have not. But yes, he is also a convicted criminal. He spent nine years in jail for forty five counts of structuring, uh, not hold, not withholding social security tax from his employees who he claimed were missionaries. Um, one count of trying to intimidate the IRS, an IRS agent, and also. Yeah, it was uh, the structuring and then the social security taxes, failure to withhold, and then the uh, intimidating IRS agent. Went to jail for nine years. Ha can't admit he did anything wrong. Is physically incapable of ever admitting that he's made a mistake. Um, is convinced he's innocent. Has his, been divorced um, three or four times. You know, none of them were my not fault. That, not, they left not me. Not that that matters. They none of that me. matters, but... But uh, yeah, <laughs> not that that matters. But um, for the average Joe, but when you're uh, when you have this like pattern of bad behavior, um, I also heard he's a fan of wrestling. Like he really loves like like power bombing or body slamming like, peeps oh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sure. He I don't know Huge about wrestling, wrestling, but yeah, he as uh, he got convicted uh, of a he got he received a guilty verdict for domestic abuse against his third wife, Cindy Lincoln. And he tried to ask for a retrial and was denied by the courts. And then he is he appealed the verdict. Now, that appeal process has been going on since last year. The reason it's been delayed so long is because of COVID-19, because there have been five murder trials in Lenox, Alabama in the past year, and because Lenox is a very, very small town. So they have small courts with limited resources. Um, but I think, uh, and also Cindy got a restraining order against him, but the gears of justice are turning. I'll just say that, you know, things are starting to happen uh, with Kent and his court stuff after a long, long wait. Yeah. Um, just Mr. Bootleg asked a really good question. Uh, curious, is the Bible to blame for their actions? I don't think so. Um, no, but, uh, Kent uses the Bible as a shield. Kent yeah. doesn't, he hardly even really understands the Bible. I don't, I, I make a joke about this to my friend Mark Sony, but I say that I'm a better Christian than Kent is. <laughs> you are, definitely are. Uh, so, um, I think though, what happens when you ha when you start engaging in science denial or I'll call reality denial, when you have to start making the Bible fit things, I think, I think that could be a, could be part of the reason why this is all this is all happening. I think if you have to believe science is a liar sometimes, then why not with the gra gravity and the the Earth being flat and nine eleven and all that stuff? Like it all it, it all plays into itself. And I got sent this um this by P Barnes, but I didn't actually open it with P Barnes. But I got it here. But this is the pyramid, the conspiracy chart. So, um, have you ever seen this before? No, I have not. So. 
right at the bottom here, you've got grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. And then you've got some conspiracies that um, things that actually happen. So you got MK Ultra. Yeah, that's NSA mass crazy. Surveillance. That, that is some crazy shit. MK yeah. Ultra. Yeah. And then you got the speculation line. So we have questions about UFOs, Roswell, Free Britney. Um, and then you have like crop circles, which is inequitably false, but mostly harmless. Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot. Then you start moving into dangerous, uh, and that's like anti-vaxxers, COVID-19, made in a lab, 5G, um, chemtrails, essential oils, QE illnesses, global warming is a hoax, jet fuel doesn't melt steel beams. So, And then you pass the anti-Semitic point of no return, Uh which is the world is ruled by supreme shadow elites. Once you um, you believe one, you usually believe the most. Get help. So that's like Pizzagate, the moon landing was fake, Illuminati, QAnon, the deep state, New World Order, Bill Gates, microchipping, Holocaust denial. So I was I'm actually wondering, do you know if he's a Holocaust denier? Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I was trying to look that up yesterday, but I couldn't couldn't find anything about it. I would say no, but Kent is anti-Semitic. So okay. Kent, Kent, um just in a recent video was promoting the book um oh god um what's the um uh fuck i can't think of the name of it um let me google this real quick uh so he was promoting the protocols of the elders of zion so and that is like the classic anti-Semitic book. It's all bullshit, mm. but, um, you know, well, Kent. Well, I, I link, I link every book in the description, but I will not be linking this one. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So like that book basically also fourth Reich of the rich. Um, so the protocols of the elders of Zion is a conspiracy book that was used by the Nazis and was taught in German schools when Hitler was in charge to teach people that Jews run the world in an evil Jewish conspiracy and all of the world's problems are because of this Jewish conspiracy, but all of the facts in the book were bullshit. Mm. Um, and, you know, Kent, as recently as like a few weeks ago, was saying, oh, oh do, we, do we show that book? Do we show that book? In, in a video when he was talking about how, how bad Hitler is. And I left a comment saying, you can't say that you, how bad Hitler is and then promote this book in the same video. You can't do that. Yeah. The, the, when we're in, my wife and I went to Berlin and we did a tour with the, um, with, uh, a tour of like a bike tour through Berlin. And we went to the, uh, the, the memorial for the murdered Jews of Europe. And we went to like a bunch of plate, the Berlin wall and all that. And, um, uh one thing they pointed out when i was there i don't know i haven't verified this but they burnt the origin of species um when the nazis burnt did a book burning they burnt the origin of species yeah exactly Exactly Um, right so did the which is which is mind-boggling when you when you have people like matt powell and kent hoven batman and robin um but the evil side of them um saying things like evolution is the reason why the holocaust happened like evolution and darwin is the reason why the holocaust happened and you're like what they literally the the nazis had god with us on their belt buckles 
Um, right. Michael Granado might uh, correct me there, but I've heard that before. And um, in Mein Kampf, you know, um, uh, Hitler said, I believe I'm doing the job of the almighty creator when I'm exterminating the Jew. Like, I, I, I don't understand how Matt Powell and Kent Hovind can, can say that this is an evolutionary worldview. So Matt, uh, Michael Granado said, yes, they did. Uh, good. Whew. He's Mark Granado, for everyone who doesn't know, make sure you go check out his channel as well. He's an expert in um, World War II um, philosophy, science. He's a great dude. Yeah, and I think Michael asked a question to me in the chat. Um, it said, do you think, I'm assuming he's talking about Hoven, do you think his belief is sincere? Like maybe he started off as a believer, but now it's more as a, more of an act. So I've been asked this question a whole bunch. Um, and usually when people ask me that, it's more of, do you, do you, do you think that Hoven actually believes the shit he says? And uh, to answer that question, it's sort of easier if you split up the things that he says into two categories. So you have on one category, you have the religious claims, like the claims about younger creationism, like universe is 6,000 years old, Noah's flood happened. Um, like eat like Moses existed, uh, you know, fossils were caused by the flood, uh, hydroplate theory. We're going to judgment day, shit like that. Um, when Kent says that stuff, he believes that stuff. 100%. He believes it's true. When it comes to Kent saying shit like, Oh, you believe it came from a rock. Uh, or, uh, 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 do, do you think, uh, do you think you're related to a strawberry? Like that's Kent knows that shit isn't true. Or when he says that, Oh, uh, you know, earth was in a dot you couldn't compress uh, the bowling ball into a dot and we're much less the whole earth. Kent knows that it's a religion, a religion. Yeah, he knows that scientists, cosmologists say that. The Earth wasn't there right when the Big Bang started. He knows mm -hmm. that it, they say it didn't form until billion, billions of years later. So when he says stuff like, well, you couldn't compress the whole Earth into a dot. When he says shit like you came from rock, that's just Kent making fun of evolutionist atheists. That's just him making fun of people. He knows that shit isn't true. He will never admit mm -hmm. that, but he knows it's not true because Kent likes calling people stupid and mocking people. Um, so... The religious stuff, Kent 100% believes that. Once Kent decides that something's true, it's true in his mind. Also, um, some of the stuff he'll claim about science, like, uh, you know, in his mind, that's true. But when he says something that is done in a way to mock other people, I think Kent knows that that stuff is wrong, but just doesn't care because making fun of people is more important. So that's the way I would answer that question. The religious stuff, I do think he sincerely believes. Um, I, you know, listening to you, man, I, I just feel like you're being, you're being dishonest. Um, I think I'm on Kent's side now. Um, I agree with Big Bad Mama. She says, uh, AJ, you just want your religion to be taught in public schools. Um, she yes. makes a good point. I think my videos need to be shown in public schools at least uh, an hour and a half to three hours a day. Like there should be a <laughs> class period each day where my videos are shown. It should be like a clockwork orange where p the kids' eyes are sh like, sh like forced open um, so they can't look away. And um, yeah, you know, I want 
to indoctrinate people's children you know <laughs> yeah with the um the the awesome religion of evolution um i i actually so i i don't know if you know this um aj but we're actually both doing experiments right now so we've got some liquid here um i'm, I'm gonna do a refill but okay but uh we might find life will just spontaneously evolve in this cup and start talking to us so we can keep looking at it i don't know if it's uh if it's going to evolve but there are million billions of particles maybe of water in this so we're actually running billions of experiments at once right that's something i learned from big bad mama you know yeah. um you mentioned compilation videos of kent and i do have videos like that on my channel i don't really make them anymore but i do have videos on there um i don't know if you know if you are still looking for some of those but big bad mama you know i have encouraged to you know make videos and you know basically i i like to encourage people to be do youtube because it's fun you know and you yeah. know you never know and if it's good content people will watch it you know and i have um i have i'm in the the lucky enough position to where if i see somebody who makes a video that i like i can post it on my community tab and send people over there and then the like see the view count go up to like a thousand views you know and i think that's really awesome you know and i like to help people out like that um so is this a is this a call to action so maybe we can if, if anyone's uh wants to maybe this is this is the reason to start a youtube channel uh hashtag fuck matt powell hashtag fuck, fuck kent hoven if you want to promote a video we can both uh try and share it for you if it's cool um we we got to do it we got to get this, this this thing going bring the attention to him he wants it yeah i i will say you know i started off doing youtube i did everything on my phone i made all my videos on my phone the audio was shit. The production quality was not very good <laughs> but um people still watched it and people liked the videos um i do think that you need uh, a pretty a, a fairly varied skill set um, if you're going to be on YouTube and be on camera and not everybody's comfortable being on camera, like I still have, you know, feel like I could get a lot better. Cause I'm, I, I think that I'm fairly awkward on camera, you know, like I, like I like these weird facial twitches or like, I'll just like, 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 you know, start making weird noises or like groaning, um, the or just doing weird voices. Uh, but I think I'm getting better, you know? Yeah, that's why so I make my webcam same, really small. <laughs> that's the same as me. I, uh, I, I, um, I always say, um, um there's so many things I'm yes. trying to get better at, and um, oh, and uh, one of the things that I, I remember, one of the first videos I did was I was trying to be a lot more serious when I first started my YouTube channel. That's not the Deep Drinks channel; it's my main channel linked in the description. Um, YouTube.com/slash Dave McDonald YT. But the I, I remember I was trying to make a video on Buddhism and I was trying to talk about the story of Kisakotami. And there's a book right there next to the statue of Shiva. And I literally walked in to frame, picked the book up, sat down, looked at the camera and said, I want to tell you a story. And that shot of me reshooting that 25 times, 25 times. I was not happy with 25 other. No one cares. Like it's got like 200 views. The the video is garbage. But like I was I was I was trying so hard at the start, and I was just so awkward, and I would bump something, or I would you know it's it's um and it's very confronting um when you first start, uh, especially showing yourself. It's like ooh vulnerable. 
Um, yeah, honestly, that's why I really don't do pre-recorded videos. I do everything live streamed because if I'm going to do a pre-recorded video with a script, then I feel like I have to try and memorize <clears throat> the uh, lines I'm going to say and like be looking at the camera. And I have a horrible memory. Um, and I just end up recording the same. I do. I end up doing the same take like 35 times and it's just not fun for me. So yeah. that's why I, for me, I, I feel like I just like doing live content better because instead of having like a script, I can just have like notes and then, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've seen like some of my videos where I'll just, I'll play like an entire Kent Oven video. Like you can't say that I'm misrepresenting him because I play the whole fucking thing. Um, and I'll pause it and I know what I'm going to say. And I don't try to pretend like I'm not reading from my notes, but I feel like if, as long as my notes are good and I am saying them in a way that's topical and, um, like not fumbling over my words too much. Cause the thing I really struggle with is the, the ums. And I also say, you know, constantly. Yeah. When I don't even well, realize I say I'm right. doing it. I'll be like, right, right, right. Yeah. Yes. Like I am the type of person to where, yeah, if I am thinking about what I'm going to say, I don't just like blurt something out. I'll just like take a really long time to get a thought out. And I know it's very aggravating to watch because I'll watch my own videos sometimes. And I'll just be like, dude, just fucking spit it out. You moron. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it's, oh, we can be our, our harshest critics. Hey, um, well, you know, that's why I, I, the advice I give to people who, who are going to start doing YouTube is to watch your own videos back, you know, mm -hmm. and you want your videos to be watchable because if you want to turn it off after like 30 seconds, then there's probably a reason for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we have some really interesting comments. So um, P-Bun said, uh, Kent Hoven, if we evolve from apes, then why can't I funnel thousands of dollars in an attempt to hide my income? Um, hey, um, you, you might be an ape, you know, um, but I'm not, I mean, I've met some people who, who, uh, who, you know, convinced me, uh, of course they were all black. <laughs> um, man, I remember being convinced by Kent Hoven just by his rhetoric back in the day. Funny to look back at my ridiculous epistemology. So, um, welcome out of the, I, Hey, look, I was once, I once had, I once borrowed my friend's answers in Genesis DVDs, right? If you were a former Christian, we've all been there. Like it's, it happens. Yeah, um, you were saying that, like, you know, a lot of Kent Hovind's fans, they're not really going to have their minds changed. But I will say that I have I did get a comment from people. and I have gotten some similar comments they are very rare, but I had a person leave a comment that told me that they were a Christian and they were planning on driving down to Dinosaur Adventureland to stay there. And then they saw my videos and then they canceled the trip. They decided not to. I was like, oh, that's wow. awesome. That's yeah. cool. And you're, what's cool is you, you're, you're friends with... Um, with uh, Kent's um, uh, Cindy, Kent's ex-wife. Um, yeah, and 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 it's really cool. Like she's she's a um, she's a Christian, but you don't you know that's that's totally all good. Yeah, um, and you don't, you're not trying to convert her or deconvert or anything. Like you're just friends, and but you both have this like you're both trying to talk about the issues. Uh, your camera has just gone a bit funny. Is that um, temporary? Yeah. Or? Yeah, I, I've been my my camera does that sometimes. I've been having a little bit oh, of issues. Yeah. I hope that's uh, okay if I have it off for a second. I'm just tinkering with yeah, some yeah. settings. Okay, yeah, yeah no, I'll have it no back. Worries. Right 
Yeah. Well, actually, it might be a good time to um, to actually move over to this this uh, this list of this tier map that I um, uh, tier list that I've created. So I'll add that to the stream. So we have some classic um, Kentovan memes, right? So like just things that he says, um, and I want to rank them with you. And I was hoping that you could uh, help me help me help me find a slot for these. These bad Absolutely. Boys. I am always willing to help people find where to stick things in the right slot. Okay, awesome. That's great. Um, so I guess um, so we got S, which is the top tier, A, B, C, D. Everyone knows what a tier list is. Um, where do you think cosmic evolution lands when he starts talking about cosmic evolution? So um, how are we how are we grading it? Yeah, like what is the ranking supposed to be? Like best meme, um, like funniest meme, like I think it. I, yeah, I, I guess it's just like um, most iconic. I think we'll go with iconic because okay. because like uh, you know some things you know people might not have heard of, but some are just like this is this is definitely bigger. Um, you know, I will say one idea I've had kicking around was doing like a top five worst Kent Hovind arguments. Yeah. Um, that <laughs> if you if you wanted um if if you wanted me to come on and help you with that one i'll be more than happy to come on your channel and do that but where would we put cosmic evolution in regards to like a classic an iconic like how iconic it is for ken hoven like when you think well, ken hoven you think see i would say when it comes to iconic i would think of not necessarily cosmic but six types of evolution so while that's one mm. of the six types um I would probably put it high because the six types is Kent's most iconic meme. So I'd probably put it up in A or B, but all right. Yeah. We'll go, I mean, yeah, you got it. Okay. Yeah, that's the OG. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, we have, um, I'm going to just remove the banner just briefly. Um, um, we have come on down to Dinosaur Adventureland. Uh, he's classic. One liner. I mean, yeah, I would like say, a C or something? yeah, C because he says that to everybody. You know, it's not. Yeah. It doesn't make you special. You know, you're not special. Yeah, um, evolution is the dumbest religion. I'll go. I would put that in S tier. Yeah, that that is like that's like his like main talking point. That's like his um. That's like the funniest thing he's he says, because it's it's almost like. Because he's projecting a little bit, right? He's is he like insecure about his religion? Like, is why is he saying that? Like, is he, is, wh why? Like, I don't get it. Well, why is he saying that? It's yeah, obviously like, not a religion. <laughs> I was uh, I was watching uh, a video of his earlier, and he was saying like, "Oh, uh, uh, the Big Bang! It, it's dumb! It's retarded! It's religious!" It's like. Okay, well, does that mean you think that things are religious are dumb and retarded? Yeah. Like, is religion bad? Yeah. It is if it's not Christianity. <laughs> and also, like, atheism is a religion to Kent. So, you know, I guess, like, I have two religions or maybe more, you know. <laughs> You're a polytheist. You worship evolution, uh, Darwin, um, uh, atheism. Um, what else? Um, Time. Chance. <laughs> Chance. uh geological time scale uh is that like the geological column 
Yeah, the geological column. So he's like, um, I was going to say column or strata, but I was like, I'll go with geological timescale where he's like, um, how do we how do we um, tell the age of the rocks? And it's like, we check the fossils. Well, how do you check the age of the fossils? Or you check the rocks? And I'd go A tier for that one. Okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, all right. A tier, A tier. Um, ooh, this one's good. Life from rocks. If you believe your grand great grandfather was a rock, that is an iconic Kent Hoven horrible misrepresentation. So I would put that in S for shitty tier. Yeah, <laughs> shitty tier for sure. Uh, whale dicks, and I got a little photo of Godless Engineer in that one because um, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking either D for dicks or S tier for how iconic it is. Uh, let's go D for dicks. Keep it. Okay, keep it, that's uh, just funny. D for dicks, but this is funny. Yeah, um, dogs don't produce non-dogs. Easy. That's like SS tier. Easily. <laughs> Okay, awesome. Uh whacking atheists. He loves whacking off atheists. Um, that's fairly newer. So B is looking a little lonely. Why don't we slap that in B tier like a B cup? Um clearing throat. Uh <clears throat> yes. You can put that in C. I don't want to think about that. So much phlegm. Yeah. So much phlegm. <laughs> like the phlegm phlegmiest throat ever. And his iconic quote, I'm squeaky clean. Um, I'm not mm. sure if this was the first time he went to jail or if it's his current mishaps. Um, that that was more recent. So okay. that was when Kent got arrested and bailed out of jail. And you could see the bail bond paper on the internet with his signature on it. But he also said, I didn't get arrested. I'm squeaky clean. <laughs> I'm squeaky hoping. Squeaky hoping. So clean, clean. <laughs> Whacking off atheists. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I don't know I'm if it's the tequila, but clean. I'm, and I just get so happy hearing the Kent Hoven voice and the um uh, and the and that. So where where would Squeaky King clean go? I will say just for for you know you've made a big letter F with these with these images. I'm almost sad to mess with that. So I say put it in S tier just to not interfere with the giant F for failure. <laughs> awesome. Failure. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. That is awesome. great. That evolved. Oh, great. Okay. And I'll put back on the banner. But um, as everyone knows, if you didn't catch the start, um, once we get to 1,000 subscribers, we're doing a charity stream where we'll be watching, hopefully, hopefully we'll be watching a uh, cowboy movie with Kenneth Copeland. Um, so that's what we're at last week, and now we've bumped up this week, and I think we're even at some more already. So thanks to everyone who subscribed, if you like this kind of content. Um, so yeah, thank you. Um, so uh, I was hoping, uh, AJ, that we could kind of wrap up this interview by watching a um, watching a video on Kent Hovind um, and just commentating on it, um, and maybe even one with Matt Powell as well, but we'll see how we go with time. Um yeah, I, I do want to make sure I answer any questions that I've missed from the chat. I see one. I don't know if there's any other ones, but um, yeah, let's I'm answer that. Let's answer that one. Which one? Uh, so, P Barnes. So yeah. I, um, I can you read it out? Uh, do you think there is a point where repeated debates with Kent becomes a false economy? King Croc and Aaron Rye debates become a little cringy and kind of worked in Kent's favor. So I'm curious as to how this person means um, false economy. I 
because Aaron really had a discussion with Kent and then he had a video exchange debate with Kent where they sort of exchanged videos and it turned into a huge clusterfuck. But I loved that debate series. He got so confused. The, hey, it's like Aaron, the, Aaron's like, he, he started doing ep episode two when we weren't even like, he's like, he just. Those yeah. are some of my favorite YouTube videos ever. The discussion video is okay. It's very dated, you know, and it's it's all right. But I love, like, I go back and watch those Aaron Ra videos any day. You know, even the Kent videos, I think are hilarious. Like yeah. him putting up, him putting a fucking crying baby's face over Aaron's face. Like, I, so can't, I can't help but laugh at it. So I would disagree in terms of these two debaters because I think they had nothing but great debates with Kent. But I do think that there is some truth to what you're saying um, because, you know, it, there are some people who, you know, who I think have lost debates to Ken Oven. I'm not, I won't name names. Um, of course, I'm 2-0 against Ken. I've won both of my debates against him. Um, I destroyed him in the last debate. But there are people who I think have lost against Ken. Ken is not an easy person to debate against. He's very experienced. He is very uh, difficult to debate because he will wear you down. He'll gish gallop. He's mentally exhausting to go up against. Um, and I do think that there have been situations where I've seen people, you know, perform worse i've also seen debaters go up against kent more than once where they've improved a ton like uh mm. david emery in his last debate i thought did much better um uh yeah so it just i guess it just depends on the person you know but mm. ultimately ultimately my my opinion is nobody should debate kent no one should debate kent we, we should all stop but if it's if people are going to debate kent if they have to do it well then i think you should do it the right way you should go in prepared should know your arguments and know his rhetoric and know how to beat the best way to beat Kent in a debate. You know, mm. that's my opinion. Uh, yeah, I, 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 um, I, I kind of want to debate Kent, but it, I just, I just need to work out how, because it wouldn't be a debate. Like for me, it would just be a meme. It, it would just be, it would just be creating another internet meme. Like it'd be, it'd be trying to piss him off a little bit. Um, but, uh, I can, I bet, but in regards to like proper debates, like people who actually know what they're talking about, who actually care. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about, feel about it. I, I do like, um, you see, I was listening to the King Crocodile, um, the beautiful destruction of Kent Hovind, King Crocodile mm -hmm. episode. That was fantastic. Like to me, that just like that, that, that debate was, um, amazing to me because he, he, he kind of attacked Kent in, um, Areas that he in the cosmic evolution he didn't he didn't talk about evolution he just talked about Big Bang cosmology and how we can know light from stars is you know x amount of uh, x amount away and stuff. Well, Kent was um, desperate to talk about evolution in those debates. Mm, he wanted to so badly. He was pivoting real bad. Oh, just yeah. um, just a shout out, and I'll put up the link in the description. If anyone wants wants to read this book, it's a fantastic book. Uh, Aaron Ra, um, he'd be a dream a dream guest on the Deep Drinks podcast. Um, it's he's almost impossible to get in contact with though. But um, he, uh, this book is fantastic. I was re-listening to the Audible version last night. It is um, 
just it just goes over the the controversy why it matters it goes over the um foundational falsehoods of creationism and i know um aj that you recommended this book as well so and you can yeah. see my little posted notes at the top here um but um yeah it's 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 really fantastic um you, you get you get lovely quotes in there like um from christians who are like it's okay to lie if you're lying for jesus or we know yeah. that the fossil record says x but we need to teach the kids that it says y because it's important um yeah, I was yeah. able to do an interview with Aaron, um, luckily, but he is a very busy man. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, he was a big inspiration for me. It still is, you know, for why I started my channel and for, for some of the videos I do. Um, so yeah, you know, great, great book. I, I recommend the audiobook. I, I feel I, yeah, the audiobook is great on Audible. I, f I feel like... Um, you know, I grow chilies. I, I used to have like 50 different species of chilies in my backyard. And as we know, um, Aaron Ra loves chilies. I feel like if he came on, I'd have to incorporate chilies into it somewhere where we like almost like a hot ones kind of thing where we're going mm. up in, in different ranks of chilies. But um, but that's a, that's a dream interview. We'll get there one day, I hope. Um, but um, uh, yeah, it's a great book. Great book. Great, great guy. Um, uh, yeah. Chilies, baby. Backwards. <laughs> there's um that's not he set up the simpsons uh the uh there was an episode of the Austin simpsons Powers. They, oh yeah true there was an episode of the simpsons um where they they parodied ken hoven um uh, you know do you know the one it's like yeah um, yeah uh, um it's like, i got my degree from christian tech uh, uh yeah, yeah i've got a, i've got a degree in truthology from yes. christian tech yeah that yeah. is ken hoven yeah yeah Absolutely. Another thing, um, before we jump into the video, just one th last thing I wanted to mention um, is, so there was this, There was, he used to have this, do you remember his ex little experiment that he used to run? Um, he used to have this like competition. He, he would he would give anyone 250 grand if they could prove evolution. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yes. So, so he got, he, I'm sure he got this idea from James Randi. If anyone doesn't know who James Randi is, um, James Randi is, um, was, he passed away a few years ago great man and he would fight pseudoscience he took down uri geller um yeah um uh, uh, some preachers who were obviously um uh, listening to things in their ear and stuff to, yep to get he's, he's a great dude and he had this competition for ages for years like 35 years or maybe longer i don't know it was a long time where he would offer a million dollars to anyone that could prove anything supernatural and both parties would agree to the terms beforehand and then they would run the experiments um, and there's heaps of them. You can go onto the Wikipedia page and you can see heaps of them. And every time, none of the, um, no one could prove the supernatural exists under their own testing conditions. So they go, yep, I'm a medium. I can do this. And then, you know, um, he would say, okay, well, if you could do this, does that mean you could do X, Y, Z? And they go, yep. And they go, okay, let's put it in a testing environment. And they would test it every time it would fail. Every single time. Mediums. Or they wouldn't, um, or they wouldn't show up. Yeah, or they wouldn't show up. Yeah, or they would refuse to um, uh, uh, do it. You know, um, and it, it went for ages. So Kent thought, I'm pretty sure he had to have got the idea from that. He said, "Prove to me that evolution uh, is prove." And he'd say, "Well, you know, two hundred fifty thousand dollars to anyone who can prove that evolution is true." But the problem is, when you actually looked at the requirements for what you needed to do to prove evolution was true, they were ridiculous. So this is a great yeah. example of. Of what we're going to go into which is surface level um oh yeah that sounds interesting yeah no one can prove evolution is true but when you look into the details like we will with this video it it's all bad news so 
Time, this is the first, first thing you needed to prove, to prove evolution was true. Time, space, and matter came into existence by themselves. I don't know who thinks that at all. Planets and stars formed from space dust. Okay, so like the, the words, the, the, you can see how he's got an out here with everything. Matter created life by itself. So the word created there is like, you know, a problem. Early life forms learned to reproduce themselves. Okay, that maybe you could prove that one. Major changes occur between these diverse life forms. Fish change to amphibians, amphibians change to reptiles, and reptiles change to birds or mammals. But the first point, no one can prove that they came into existence by themselves. That's not something that you can prove. That's impossible. And that's not even part of evolution at all. The first one, two, three... The first three things of the five do not have anything to do with evolution. Yeah. So um, it's interesting that you brought up brought up James Randi because the a big distinction between Kent's offer and James is any any potential person like uh, any mystic or what I forget the word you used for those those people who mediums. Who mediums uh any potential medium who wanted to take the challenge james randy would allow them to see the check to check the bank account number to see that the money was actually there to see that the offer was legitimate ken hoban never did anything like that he would never let people know like the bank account number or what bank it was or who was offering the money never he said that he had 10 judges who would judge any entrance any um you know submissions he did. He just said that they were scientists. He never said who they were. Uh, they obviously never existed. And another thing about those stipulations is you also have to had to prove that God couldn't have done it. Mm. It's like, like it's it's yeah. It's like uh, okay. Like so, you so, have to presuppose that God exists already. Yeah, yeah. And you know, he like Aaron said that you have to presuppose that God exists. And since God has unlimited magic, that means that it was just a disingenuous bait and switch scam. You know? Yeah. It was just to show, oh, look, nobody took Hoven's challenge, so evolution must be false. Yeah. Okay, it's let's, um, before <laughs> let's we, before I uh, get too drunk, let's watch this, um, this video together and we can commentate on it. Alrighty. Um, so just let me know when you want to pause things. Um, I'm just going to skip forward to the part where Kent's talking. So uh, are you familiar with this clip? You probably... Sure. The where did God come from? Yeah. 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 So just let us know when you want to mention anything or I'll stop when I think we should stop. We're supposed to do one question at a time. Which one would you like? That was part of the format for the debate. So which, which I want you to fill in the story of the rest of the uh, beginning of the universe. God, spiritual matter, impact on material matter. Okay. So two questions. All right. Go ahead. All right. Your question, where did God come from, assumes that you're thinking of the wrong, uh, obviously it displays that you're thinking of the wrong God, <laughs> because the God of the Bible is not affected by time, space, or matter. If he's, if he's affected by time, space, or matter, he's not God. Time, space, and matter is what we call a continuum. All of them have to come into existence at the same instant. Need to stop there. There's so much. There's so much you'd have to dig into. To this whole stream could have just been about this video, but there's so much you have to dig into there. What you just said, that is, um, yeah. Like, wouldn't this be the same case for every god? Wouldn't this be the same case for like the flying spaghetti monster or anything? 
aren't you just like creating this amorphous idea in your head and then projecting it in something that you excuse me that you can never reach yeah he's just making these claims but he doesn't substantiate them he doesn't say yeah. why this would be not the biblical god and you know it you know you don't separate time and space when talking about big bang cosmology it's space time so you have something called the fabric of space time and really we don't know if the universe is eternal if time is infinite or if time started when the big bang happened when cosmic expansion started we really don't know so you you can't say that time and space can have to come into existence at the same time because that's just the when the big bang happened that's just for us it's time starting but that's just on our uh human understanding and matter didn't come into existence at that same time because when the uh you know shortly after the big bang it first started it was the entire universe was way way too hot for atomic nuclei like uh, uh protons and neutrons to be able to coalesce and mm. form uh atomic bonds so without that you don't have any solids you don't have any gas you don't have any liquids you don't have matter until many like hundreds of thousands of years later when the universe cooled down and then you can have these atomic nuclei forming and having electrical charges and bonds and then you get stuff like gases and space dust forming solar nebula forming stars forming planets then you get matter it's not instantly when the big bang starts mm -hmm. well evolution's ways are above our ways um and also i'm just checking this experiment nope no life has formed so unfortunately it's looking like kent's uh kent might have might, might be on point with this one he might be accurate anyway let's keep watching but no space where would you put it if there were matter in space but no time when would you put it you cannot have time space or matter independently they have to come into existence simultaneously the bible answers that in 10 words. that's cute when he tries to use logic like he, when he tries to like make things fit words in i mean I'll, I'll tell you where you could put it kent <laughs> the beginning there's time god created the heaven there's space and the earth there's matter so you have time space matter created a trinity of trinities there just you know time is past present future space has length width height matter has solid liquid gas you have a trinity of trinities created instantaneously and the god who created them has to be outside of them if he's Can you rewind that time, just a little bit like when he started doing the trinities the part yeah there's time god created the heaven there's space and the earth there's matter. So you have time, space, matter created a trinity of trinities there. Just, you know, time is past, present, future. Space has length, width, height. Matter has solid, liquid, gas. You have a trinity of trinities created instantaneously. And the God who created them has to be outside of them. If he's limited by time, he's not God. The guy who created this computer is not in the computer. He's not running around in there changing the numbers on the screen, okay? But, so, but, but the thing is, he believes that so there's not a man in the computer running around changing numbers on the screen, right? But he also believes that God did need to come into the computer to, but in, in the form of his son. So, so God needed to send himself down to sacrifice himself to himself to serve as a loophole for rules that he created that he can't circumvent. 
Yeah, not to mention the fact that God appeared to actual humans multiple times in the Old Testament. He appeared as a pillar of smoke uh, by day and a volcano by night when he was when Moses was you know going following the pillar of smoke to eventually climb up the mountain and get the Ten Commandments, and he appeared as a burning bush. So I don't see how that's not God being affected by matter or affecting matter. You know, he appeared in the clouds. He appeared, you know, he was like Mufasa and the Lion King, you know. Mm. Someone asked a very important question. Is that a space tie? I can't tell because this video is 240p, but if it is, that's amazing. The God who created this universe is outside of the universe. He's above it, beyond it, in it, through it. He's, he's unaffected by it. Just, I need to stop there really quickly. This is something I get into with the um, with the Muslims when I debate them on TikTok as well. Is they will they will say that we need to be created by something. We need to be created. We need to be created. Something needed to create us. They keep saying this, and I say, who created God? And they say, well, God just was. And I say, why don't you just cut out the middleman and say we just were? The universe just was. Like, well, why do you need to add a third third thing? He's like, because it makes no sense. Well, nothing makes sense when you get to that level of like that level of like. Uh, foundational like reality like nothing makes sense nothing makes sense like when you when you go like to us when it's like oh yeah before big bang there was no time what like that makes nothing you're not talking about like regular like day-to-day -day, like stuff anymore you're talking about like really complex like unworldly by definition but like in like conceptualizations of like these bizarre and very different like scenarios like you're not something need to be created that, that makes no sense like to try and project our it's like saying like well doesn't god need a mobile phone how's he going to talk to people like what are you talking about like you just you're projecting what you're where we are now back to like billions of years like um and you know foundational elements of how things started well if god doesn't exist if he exists outside of reality and not within our reality then he doesn't exist in our reality yeah, that's a good point. So for Dan, the, the concept that a, of a spiritual uh, force cannot have any effect on a material body, well, then I guess you'd have to explain to me things like emotions and love and hatred and envy and jealousy and, and rationality. Can I mean, that's me, easy. Yeah, I can explain emotions. Emotions are caused often by hormones. Uh, and love, we know, is something that is caused specifically by i think a hormone called oxytocin mm. we know feelings of happiness and elatedness euphoria are caused by dopamine and serotonin uh and you know love is basically something that is part of an evolutionary mechanism so evolution has encouraged living organisms on earth you know, something that Darwin called favored races, the organisms that have survived that are living today, that you need to reproduce, you need to live, you need to survive long enough to reproduce, preferably more than once, and pass on your genes and keep the species alive. So uh, that is going to manifest itself in humans because we're a little bit more complex than uh, a lot of animal species who will basically just have sex and just get the job done. You know, we uh, have emotions and love is basically a biological function that 
causes two people to mate. It involves or 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 to um, become mates. Mm. Part of it is pheromones. Part of it is, uh, you know, not. I mean, maybe there's part of it that can't be explained by science, but it's not explained by God either. And I mean, it's not. It, it's also like it's not. You're right. Like we have these emotions, but it's not just all about biological, like. You know, if if you know, like if two if two people um, uh, are in love, they might they're not just mating for procreation; like they're doing it for fun as well. And in fact, sometimes when one partner doesn't want to um, have have sex and the other part partner does, they might just whack them off. And you know, and we know Kent loves to whack off atheists, so it's like these are things you do that to people you love, you whack them off if they're not in the mood to do more than whacking off. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> and another great example of um, of uh, chemistry is now that we're you know ninety minutes into an interview, I'm talking about whacking off too much, and I've had um, and and that's because I've been affected by this um, margarita. This this the chemistry in this margarita has affected my brain so much that uh, so much so that um, I'm now talking about Kent whacking off atheists too much. <laughs> Michael yeah. Granada is like David. What? Sorry. We better end this soon, but <laughs> yeah, just uh, just hit play. <laughs> I mean, if your brain is just a random collection of chemicals that form by chance over billions of years, how on earth can you trust your own reasoning processes and the thoughts that you you think? Okay, so um, and he says, "She is." Answer that. Your question. Yeah. Well, um, I don't think that it's simply a random collection of chemicals. We know, based on evolution, that we have a brain that you could say is structured in three layers. So we have the internal smallest layer is something that's called the reptilian cortex that takes care of your most basic non-conscious functions like breathing while you're asleep, keeping your heart beating, your blood pumping, uh, maybe even like blinking or producing saliva and you know releasing stomach acid, stuff that you don't even think about our most base level functions, but stuff that we need to do to keep ourselves alive. And then you sort of have another layer wrapped around that, um, that is, uh, I forget the name of that one, but, and then we have a third layer that is like our neocortex where you have higher level thinking, you have emotions, you have memories being stored. Um, you have things that own that, uh, the higher level brain tissue, the neurons that allow us to do things like playing the piano, uh, having conversations like you and me are having right now, build computers, you know, do advanced things that other animals simply can't do. So it's not random. It mat it correlates with evolution because we know that there was a time when there was no mammals on the earth. There was none. There was reptiles. And then we had something called the reptile mammal transition. And we had cow lizards and we had lizard dogs. We have fossils to show this, like this happened. The, re the reptile mammal transition is very well documented. So it, it makes sense, like it follows that if human beings evolved along this pattern that we would have a reptilian brain wrapped in sort of a mammal brain and then that wrapped in the brain of something like homo sapiens sapiens like wise men who have a higher level function than other mammals who are not as intelligent as we are 
So I don't think it's random. It's not chance. It's like when Kent says that evolution is, is chance, natural selection isn't chance. It's not random chance that an animal in a cold environment that has thicker fur will have a better survival chance than one that has short fur. That's not random chance. That's totally logical and it makes sense. No, you just don't blew my mind a little bit. Oh, really? That, that's that's really interesting. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't. I never conceptualized that with like the lizard brain. You know, when people say lizard brain, I never conceptualized it like that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look into some things. That's that's really interesting. Um, wow. Okay, yeah. let's finish this clip. God come from is assuming a limited God. And that's your problem. The God that I worship is not limited by time, space, or matter. If I could fit the infinite God in my three-pound brain, he would not be worth worshiping. That's for certain. So that's the God that I worship. Thank you. That seems like a cop-out, in my opinion. But just to, uh, say, to finish what I was saying a second ago, so you have we have the reptilian or primal brain. So it's called the triune brain. Uh, so that's called the basal ganglia. And then we the the layer outside of that is called the paleomammalian or emotional brain, which is a limbic system. That's what I couldn't think of. And then after that is the neomammalian or the new mammal brain or rational brain, which is the neocortex. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, like why why couldn't we have a god that we could understand? Wouldn't that be much better if God? had specific rules for us to follow or else we're going to burn in hell i would want to be able to commune that god to communicate clearly what those rules are i don't want to i want to be able to understand them. i think that's a cop-out you mm. know that god works in mysterious ways well fuck that yeah and it's, it's also it's also frustrating because like they'll say that we need um we need that we need people god wants us to have faith right because if we didn't if we if he just showed us himself um, if he just appeared, oh my gosh, this, sorry, this tequila is really affecting me, obviously. Um, if he just, <laughs> if he just showed, I haven't eaten anything today either. And it's like, it was 10 AM when I started 11 AM. Um, if he, if he just showed us, if he just appeared to us, right. Um, we can still reject him like Satan did. Right. But they'll say like, no, if he appears to us, everyone will just believe him or whatever. It's like, no, well, Satan rejected God. Like you can still reject God even if he was like a hundred percent there in the room, right? Like you, you don't need to have faith. Like faith isn't required for rejection or acceptance. Um, it's the, it's, it's kind of the argument of divine hiddenness um, mm -hmm. that um, it's Matt, Matt Delahunty's favorite. I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah. I just find that so bizarre though, that if I could understand my God, he wouldn't be worth worshiping. Mm. Okay. That's weird. You're weird. Kent. And your, yeah. shoot, your suit is ugly. You're not Ron Burgundy. Nah, it slaps. He's got it's a, it's a drips. It's a, uh, it's a Hoven cool trip. suit. Hoven drips. <laughs> um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna we're gonna wrap up um, now because I promise you we wouldn't go over 90 minutes. And we have by a minute 30. Sorry, um, but. Um, uh, if everyone wants to go over to AJ's channel, Atheist Junior, and check out your stuff, like if, if you've enjoyed any of this commentary, um, he does it all the time um, on his YouTube channel. It's awesome. Go check it out. He's making constantly making content, keeping you up to date, um, especially with what's going on with um, Kent at the moment, um, his court cases, everything like that. He's also mm -hmm. got another video coming out with Paula Gia soon. Um, yep. That's, that's going to be an exciting one. Um, 
and uh yeah so everyone go make sure you go check out um uh, atheist junior's channel yeah thank you so much you know this was a lot of fun so thank you for inviting me on um and i know i can tend to ramble a lot uh, sometimes but uh I enjoyed it, you know. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on here and just uh, blab, you know. Yeah, well, it's 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 been fantastic. I've really enjoyed this interview. It's a it's a, it's a, it's, it's something that you just see a smile on my face the whole time because if it's anything I love, it's um it's uh, ripping on bad faith actors. And Ken Hoven is a bad faith actor, um, in my opinion. Um, so one just to end, uh, normally I'll put the uh, outro video on now, um, but. I really, really want to be whacked off by Kent Hoven. And uh, I sent him this video 53 times to his emails, to his Facebook, to his Twitter, to his um, his staff's emails. Like I tried everything. Like every time he released a video, I posted links in the YouTube. 53 times I sent it to him um, and he never responded. And at this time, I was trying to be a lot more reasonable, um, a lot more calm and collected until I found out the stuff I've found out now. Um, so we're going to end. I'm going to play that video uh, as we we head off, so uh, but but before we do that, AJ, is there any last words you want to say? I, I will say, um, just make a video titled uh, "The Three Best Evidences for Evolution," and um, you know, maybe uh, you know, maybe we could, maybe I could re-upload one of your videos, and then Kent will see it because Kent literally watches every video I come out with. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so awesome. maybe we can we work might be able out. to take a clip, a clip from this and, uh, and send it to you um, as well. I uh, will feel free to clip anything on this that you like. Uh, also, we've got to check, uh, has life evolved? Oh, maybe, look, AJ, man, I might be on Kent's side now. Life hasn't evolved in this cup, so, and there's billions of experiments happening. Um, uh, uh, I don't know what well, to do. You know, another one bites the dust. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks everyone for coming out. Thanks for cheering in. And we're going to end with my video um, asking, um, talking about Kent Hovind's evidences for young earth creationism. So see everyone. Bye. Okay. So Kent Hovind just released his six evidences for young earth creationism. And I'm really excited to check this out because I'm working on a video at the moment where I'm asking for creationists to give evidence for creationism, not just against evolution or against our current understanding of biology or genetic continental drift or anything like that. I want evidence for creationism. Ken Hoban has been in this game for a while. He's one of the most popular young earth creationists that has ever existed. So I'm imagining his evidence should be quite strong for creationism. So let's go. I think the very best evidence of what some people call a young earth is God said he did it in six days and nothing died until Adam sinned. And Jesus said that was the beginning of the creation. So the best evidence of a young earth is the Bible. The Bible, certainly the dates in Genesis 5 and Genesis 11. So his number one evidence is the Bible. And I want to leave this evidence for the last part of the video. And I want to check out all these other evidences first. The population of the earth today is growing. But if you do the math and go backwards in time, you can make everybody on the planet from eight people getting off of Noah's Ark 4,500 years ago. It's been here for millions of years. Why aren't there a whole lot more people? Population is a great indicator that man has not been here for millions of years. So that argument isn't actually an argument for creationism 
per se. It's an argument against population statistics and our current understanding of how long humans have been on this earth, which is about 300,000 years. So just to explain further, if evolution was proven to be completely false, that would not add any credence to creationism. Creationism doesn't just win by default. You need to give evidence for creationism. And how we build theories in science is we start with a hypothesis, then we test that hypothesis under certain conditions, and we then build novel testable predictions and run those predictions through peer-reviewed studies, placebo-controlled trials, double-blind experiments, and the more novel the prediction is, if we test it and it comes true, the higher likelihood that that is an accurate representation of our universe. You look at the genetic load that's increasing in the gene pool of people. You say, wow, this can't have been going on for a long time. Once again, he's using this argument, genetic load, to say this can't be happening for a long time. So that's an argument against evolution, not necessarily for creationism. You can look at the sun. The sun is burning up its fuel source. Obviously, it's burning and it's shrinking because of it's burning up its fuel. And it is not only shrinking, it is throwing off 5 million tons a second. It's losing weight. Well, if your son's been losing weight for billions of years, if you get back in time in your imagination, the sun would be much heavier, making gravity stronger, sucking all the planets in. So once again, that's not an argument for creationism, that's an argument against billions of years. Well, you look at the moon. The moon's going around the earth, but the moon's getting further away from the earth. Okay, well, that means it used to be closer. So once again, this is arguments against an old earth. This is an arguments for young earth creationism. And I thought this was six evidences of young earth creationism. Uh, I'm a bit confused. And so look at the earth itself. The earth is spinning, but it slows down. Many young earth creationists actually accept a flat earth model instead of uh, the model that we currently accept in science. So a lot of young earth creationists would actually disagree with you here, Kent. But to me, the very best evidence that the Earth is 6,000 years old is exactly what God, he's the guy who did it. Uh, okay, so we haven't actually seen any evidence for creationism except for the Bible. Everything else is just an attempt to try and pull apart our current understanding of billions of years, evolution, biology, natural selection, tectonic plates, etc. It's not necessarily an argument for creationism. It's uh, just an argument against an old Earth. So the only arguments he actually gave for creationism was the Bible. So let's address his one piece of evidence for creationism, the Bible. Now, I'm confused why you chose the Bible uh, and not the Kesh Temple Hymn written in 2560 BC, or the Epic of Gilgamesh written 2150 BC, or the Rig Veda written between 1500 and 2100 BCE. These are much older texts than the Bible, and they talk about God and the creation account. Genesis was written in 600-500 BCE when Israel was in captivity by the Babylonians. Another thing is if we take the Bible literally, we run into all sorts of problems. So for example, Genesis also has a talking snake, which unless they change a lot physiologically, would be quite hard for a snake to do. Kent Hovind also produced a book called What on Earth is About to Happen for Heaven's Sake? A dissertation on end times according to the Holy Bible. Now I want to highlight the word there, about. See, if we take a literal interpretation of the Bible as Kent Hovind does, we can do some pretty interesting maths that kind of show the silliness of the whole endeavor. So Genesis 22:17 says that Abraham's descendants will outnumber the stars in the sky. If we take a poetic license for this verse, which you could with all the six-day creation account, you would get to just the stars that you could see in the sky. But let's take a literal interpretation as Kent Hovind uh, is taking with the other parts of the Bible. In the universe, we have approximately 200 billion trillion stars. Our current rate of growth, although it is slowing, is 81 million people per year. So before the end can come, Abraham's descendants must outnumber the stars in the sky. 
because that's what God promised Abraham if you take a literal interpretation to the Bible. And based on our current population growth rates, we would need to wait 2 quadrillion, 469 trillion, 135 billion, 800 million years before the end will come. Now, I haven't read Kent Hovind's books, but I believe that he's probably playing fast and loose with the term about to happen. The other problem with Kent Hovind's argument is the Bible has been disproven, at least from a scientific perspective. You can check my video here for some of the history and contradictions that we find in the Bible. However, none of this is a problem if you don't subscribe to the Bible as a literal perfect text. And many creationists don't do that. So if you are a creationist and you do want to marry up the scientific evidence we have for the universe with your faith, some links in the description as always. Thanks for checking out the video guys and I'll see you next time. Thank you.